This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Today marks a very significant milestone in Cigar Dave show history. On July 8, 1995, at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Time in the Cigar City of Tampa, I began broadcast maneuvers with a new show entitled Smoke This, a show dedicated to the cigar connoisseur that has since grown into a show about the alpha male lifestyle. Everything we enjoy, cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, cars, boats, planes, we share each and every week. Today is show number 1,045. 1,045 shows of conducting broadcast pleasure maneuvers front and center from Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A. It has been an absolute delight and a pleasure. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center from Humidor 1A, Command Center Alpha. A very special program today. We are going to reminisce. We are going to look back. We are going to play some great songs, some great interviews, some great calls, some great parody bits that we have done over the last 20 years. It is amazing to me that when I sat down in this chair for the very first time 20 years ago at the age of 31, who knew how long it would last? I figured, well, maybe at least go six uh, months. We'll have a cigar at least once a week, and maybe I'll have 10 other listeners. Well, we have since grown from one hour. One station, now to over 137 stations across the country. We are on our mobile apps. We have the CigarDave.com site. There was no social media when I began. And by the way, today we add a new affiliate in the land of Lincoln, 950 WMAY Springfield, Illinois, the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln. If Abraham Lincoln were alive today, he would be listening to the general on 950 WMAY. M-A-Y. And it's a pleasure to have them, and we continue adding affiliates. And every week that we continue doing this show, it always amazes me that we have more people that are enjoying the alpha male lifestyle, more people that want to enjoy themselves, and more people that continue joining us, not only in the United States, but now globally, as I am now the global five-star general. We have two very special guests that are joining us here in Humidor Way. First of all, Eric Newman. And Bobby Newman of J.C. Newman Cigar, two very important people, great friends now for 20 years, uh, who the first people I ever came to when I had this idea to do a show on cigars and the cigar lifestyle, I went to go see Eric Newman at J.C. Newman headquarters in Ybor City. And I'll never forget, they escorted me into the executive boardroom where there are pictures of all the Newmans going back to the company's founding (laughs) in uh, 1895. And Eric, I remember seeing you very well, and I remember... 
looking at the great nostalgia and the aroma of being in the factory. And uh, here we are 20 years later. Who would have thought? Scar Dave, congratulations. 20 years ago. I remember you coming into our, our boardroom. You saw all the Newmans up there. And you had this cockamamie idea to talk to start a radio show. This is before the cigar boomer really peaked. You want to talk for cigar for, about cigars for an hour. I said, Dave, nobody can talk about cigars for an hour. I said, I could. You can't. You <laughs> say I could. And we kind of, we've known you for our temp. We've known you for a number of years. Dad certainly knew you before we did. And, right. And I'm, I'm not going to say that you were there looking for advertisers, looking for sponsors. And I'm not going to say we kind of felt sorry for oh, you. Oh, no, no, we were. We, we were definitely but, looking but, for but that. you had your hand out there, and we kind of say we felt sorry for the guy. So we'll, we'll try it. it was, no, 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 no. The first thing is you said, tell you what, don't call us. We'll call you. We'll hear the first show. No, but I also asked you, are you really planning to have a second show? That's right. You did tell me that. I remember that very well. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm on at least six months. And, uh, and here we are many years later. And... Uh, Bobby, you know, you take a look. I remember that you and I belonged to the same athletic club, the Harbor Island Athletic Club, and I'll never forget about maybe a year after the show started, you're like, Dave, how long, how much longer do you think this show is going to go on? And who knew? And who knew how long the cigar renaissance? And here we are 20 years later. People love cigars more than ever. They love the good life. And I will never forget what your late great father said to me. He said, I'll tell you when it's going to end. When people aren't interested in quality, when people aren't interested in enjoying great steaks and fine spirits and premium watches and nice cars, that's when it's going to end. And he was right on the money. And he was a very prescient individual, even in his 80s and 90, and going to 90. He was able to really look at the industry in the future, much like really a 20, 30-year-old. He was. Dad had the ability, like Carlos Fuente Jr. and Sr., to look over the horizon to see they had, had like a eighth sense to see what's, what, what the future holds. And the great irony today, uh, Cigar Dave, and, and, and long ashes to you. Back at you. The great irony. You started in 1995. Uh, we're with uh, my older son, Dawson. He's 21 years old. When you started... For the first two years, you you would send me the tapes. That's right. And I would drive Dawson. He'd be in a car seat, sitting in the back as a, as a baby. And I think it was six months. I think six months old, or maybe maybe a year two, old, something like year that. Old. Yeah. And I would just drive around for for one hour. And I and I used to send all the tapes to Carlos Fuente Jr. and and, and Santo Domingo, uh, Dominican Republic. Right. And here we are, twenty years later. It is. I will say we were all blessed to be here. Also, my drop-dead gorgeous wife, Meredith, is here. And our, my mother, Stanford's wife, Stanford's first and only wife, is listening. On uh, The lovely Elaine Newman. I've got a great Elaine Newman story that I'm going to share with you that she told me because I, I always admired her feistiness. And your father was a ladies' man. There's no doubt about it. Yes, sir. Stanford, and we've got some pictures with he and the ladies. <laughs> And we'll, we'll share those as well. But here we are 20 years later. And, lieutenants, if you care to join us, we welcome you to join us today at 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. A very special show. And when we come back, we will play the first four minutes of the first ever predecessor to the Cigar Dave show. Smoke this from July 8, 1995 and the first ever caller. And we have a ton of great parody songs, some we've never played before. We didn't think they were good enough to be on the air, but we're going to have fun with this show today, a very different show. The enemies of pleasure can go screw themselves. We're going to have a good time, and I hope wherever you are, you have your cigar lit, you've got your libation, maybe you've got a steak on the grill, maybe you've got your harem of one, two, three, four, or even more, and you are enjoying yourself because that is what it is all about since we started this show 
1,045 shows ago, 20 years ago, it was all about enjoying the alpha male good life. When we come back, lieutenants, on this special 20th anniversary edition of the Cigar Dave Show, we will play the very first four minutes of the predecessor to the Cigar Dave Show, Smoke This, and some great audio, great interviews, and we've even got a special interview we dug up with Stanford Newman that I think you're going to very much enjoy. I am Cigar Dave, the General. It is indeed an honor, a privilege for me to be here for the 1,045th time conducting Broadcast Pleasure Maneuvers. The 2015 Premium Cigar Retailers Convention is coming up from New Orleans. Our exclusive live telecasts from the show floor are presented by Altadas USA, who are introducing the new Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut Cigar and the Romeo by Romeo y Julieta Aging Room Cigar. Watch these exclusive live telecasts starting Sunday, July 19th on CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. 
The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. USDA-certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave. Our special 20th anniversary edition of the Cigar Dave Show back on July 8th of 1995 at 12 noon. This is what listeners to 620 WSUN heard at the time. AM 620 WSUN. Now, live from the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, it's time for Smoke This, talk radio for the cigar connoisseur. So light up and call from Pinellas, 576-WSUN, Hillsboro 221-WSUN, or toll-free 1-800-356-WSUN. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the advertisers, management, or staff of AM 620 WSUN. Entertaining talk radio. Cigar lovers, stand up and rejoice. Talk radio for you has arrived. All cigars all the time right here on AM620 WSUN. Entertaining talk radio for the cigar connoisseur. And welcome to our first ever program of Smoke This here on AM620 WSUN. I am Dave, the Cigar Man, your cigar connoisseur, and we'll be coming to you every Saturday from noon to one right here on AM620 WSUN. This is the first show ever, ever devoted exclusively to the cigar smoking connoisseur. From Maine to Maui, there is nowhere else in the United States of America where you will hear a program devoted exclusively to you. Now, Before we begin here, we have three rules, and most of the time when you hear of rules, you think negative, but these are three rules which I guarantee that you will love. First of all, I want you to head over to your humidor. I want you to open up that humidor, and I want you to select your favorite cigar. I want you to take that cigar, and I want you to roll that in your hand. I want you to run it underneath your nose and enjoy that great cigar aroma. Then what I want you to do is take your favorite cutter. It could be a guillotine cut. It could be a a, a cat's eye cut. It could be your teeth. And I want you to satisfactorily cut that end to your enjoyment. And then I want you to take your favorite match or your favorite lighter, and I want you to light up. That is a must here on Smoke This. We encourage everyone to light up. We are cigar-friendly here on Smoke This. Now, the second rule that we have is that you must tell five of your cigar-loving friends about this program. The only program dedicated exclusively to the cigar lover. So you must tell five of your friends. The third thing that you must do is become an active participant here on Smoke This. You must call us here on Smoke This. It is a must. 
Imagine, if you will, just a group of people getting together, lighting up a great cigar, and sitting around and shooting the breeze for a few hours. That's what we're going to do here on Smoke This. In fact, I am sitting here enjoying my Arturo Fuente Gran Reserva Hemingway. It is lit. The aroma of the cigar is wafting through the studio. Our producer is enjoying a cigar. We've got uh, a guest in the studio enjoying his cigar. Leisure Suta, the general manager of this great station, has partaken in this ritual of lighting up. And the aroma is just overwhelming. In fact, our goal is to have everybody between noon and one here in Tampa light up their cigar and the aroma waft through the entire Tampa Bay area. That is our goal here at Smoke This. So that was our first ever show, the first uh, about three and a half minutes. And the first caller we ever took came in about two minutes later. First of all, we've got Larry hanging on from a cell phone. Larry, thanks for holding on. Welcome to Smoke This. Thanks, Dave, and congratulations. I think you've got a great idea for a show here, and I think it's going to be a great success. I think he was very prescient. He was exactly right. Who knew back then? But here we are today, 20 years later, and we welcome back in Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A, Eric Newman, Bobby Newman of J.C. Newman Cigar. And uh, before we go on, I see we have a caller already, The first, a very special caller. I see it is Cigar Sister Lynn, so I cannot keep her waiting. Lynn, you are front and center. Welcome. Congratulations, Long Ashes, from the uh, Cigar Central uh, Command in the Hamptons. I am here, luckily, with uh, our mother, Cigar Mother, and the lovely Cigar Aunt Trudy. And we just want to wish you another, as I say, the Italian state chinned on, another 100 years. So, you know, as you always say, may your cutter always be sharp, may your humidor always be full, may your ash be extra, extra long, many, many more years of wonderful, wonderful uh, shows, and uh, 1,045. That's not even that many, really. Uh, when you've done them for 20 years, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and many thanks. Well, I, uh, go ahead, Lynn. Our mother, and she would like to say a couple words. Yes. No, by the way, Lynn, when I need a guest host, you have just qualified since you know all the lingo already. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not only that, I have a lot of food and fashion tips I could offer as well, so that's for another time. I'm sure you could. Fashionista Lynn. <laughs> Cigar Dave, this is Cigar Mother. Cigar Mother, yes, greetings. Yes, honey. I remember your first show. Cigar Father and I were in Florida, and you said to us, you know, I'm going to start the show. If I don't get a call, call in. <laughs> well, we never that was the story that Eric had. That's exactly right. Because we never got a chance because your phones lit up, and after the hour, I said, Dave, we never called. He said, well, I didn't have time. <laughs> I had so many calls. That, so anyway. That's right. Uh, that's exactly all, right. We wish, we wish you all the best and many more. Many thanks. And, and, you know, and the, the thing. Dave. And and, uh, I got Aunt Trudy on there, too. We've got everybody today. And again, I forward all the best wishes to you from all of us. Continued success. May you go another 50 years. I know. Okay, you'll be what? You'll, you'll be, yeah, it'll be a yeah, I'll be 101. I'll be, I'll be uh, just about the same age as a J.C. Newman Cigar Company. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Lots of love. Thinking of you. Wishing you all the very best. Hold well, 
Well, thank you so much to uh, Cigar Sister Lynn, Cigar Mother Piera, Cigar Aunt Trudy, and uh, I will see you all very, very soon. In fact, we'll see all of you in Buffalo on Saturday, August 15th for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. So enjoy uh, your rest of vacation up in the Hamptons, ladies, and always a pleasure, and what a delight, what an unexpected surprise. And I should also say, and, and Bobby and Eric, you knew my father, uh, Dr. Z, He every week he would listen to the show uh, he would listen live. Even though it was delayed in Buffalo, he would listen on XM or listen online. And I would get calls during the show saying, Dave, I don't think you can say that on the air. Or uh, he would give me a tip on something that I said or clarify something. Or if we had a technical issue, as soon as I saw my cell phone ring with his name and number, I knew there was something going on. But he was a, a listen uh, uh, all the time. And he was very fond of both of you. And you you know knew each other for many years, as well as Cigar Mother uh, Pierre, and you'll you'll obviously meet Cigar Sister. Uh, you haven't met Cigar Sister lately. Uh, absolutely, at your house on several times. That's right. You know, and your father and my father, I knew your dad very well. Remember, we had dinner at your, right. at your home in Buffalo just a couple of years ago. And he had that sparkle always in his eyes, the same sparkle that our father Stanford had. And I guarantee you, my father, our father Stanford, and your dad. Dr. Zeppowitz is listen. They're listening today, right now. They have a better view than we do, and their right. their ears are much sharper. That, well, they were pretty sharp. Both were very pretty sharp. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I, I tell you, I remember meeting your dad for the first time. It was at Gasparilla in 1994, so a year before I started the show. And I was down at the Hyatt Hotel. It was after Gasparilla, the big pirate invasion, like the equivalent of Mardi Gras here in Tampa. And they all these pirates, and I'm smoking a cigar. And I was smoking a Quest Array. And so he looks at me, and of course he had all the pirate makeup on, so I don't know who he was. And he says, you like cigars, huh? I said, love cigars. My grandfather smokes, so I started talking about it. And he said, it's nice to see a young guy smoke cigars. I'm in the cigar business. I said, oh, really? And he goes, the cigar you're smoking, we make it. And then that's when I first met him, and then he uh, took a little hit from his flask to sustain him for the rest of the day. And uh, he was good, but I, I will never forget that. I had a very nice conversation even before being in the world of cigars. So, And we've got a great interview. Uh, we'll play about a minute and a half from the 1998 RTDA, the Retail Tobacco Dealers Association Convention. And I believe the 1998 convention, if I'm not mistaken, was in, I want to say it was in Nashville, or maybe it was back in Orlando. One of the two. But we will play that. Lieutenants, we will take your calls, 877-DAVE-007. We've got a whole bunch of special VIP uh, Cigar Insiders that will be joining us. We've got some great bits we're going to play, great parody songs. We're going to have a great time. When we come back, I will conduct the National Cigar Litation Ceremony with a very special cigar made by J.C. Newman's Cigar. Lieutenants, we celebrate 20 years of alpha male pleasure maneuvers here on The Cigar Dave Show. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selections this month are from La Polina Cigars. You'll get the La Polina Mr. Sam, La Polina Black Label, and La Polina Red Label. La Polina Mr. Sam was rolled in Miami with a dark Ecuadorian wrapper with Nicaraguan binders and fillers. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Lightation Maneuvers. 20 years ago, when I began this show, some of the cigars that were popular included the Questeray 1884 and the Questeray 95 from J.C. Newman Cigars. And I will never forget, because you could buy those cigars in Walgreens in Eckerd's Drugs at the time, in CVS. You could go to all these different drugstores and you could buy these cigars. They came, I think, four or five to a package. Four, three to a pack. Three to a pack. That's right. Three to a pack. Days, David. The good old, yes, the good old days. And you were the first, those are the first premium hand-rolled cigars sold in drugstores. Correct. And they're great cigars. And I told Bobby, I said, Bobby, will you bring either some Questeray 1884s or 95s? And he said, I will do that. And the 95 uses a Cameroon wrapper. Bobby, tell us about this cigar. And it's a size you don't see very often today. Oh, my God. We look at it now. It looks like a Panatella. It's a, it's a six and a quarter by 42 ring gauge. That was a that was the average size cigar back uh, in, in 1995 when you started. Play Questeray 95. Uh, my father, our father developed it uh, after we bought Questeray in 1958. It was a clear Havana cigar. Can you imagine before the embargo, wrapper, binder, filler, machine-made? We got together with the Fuente family in 1986, and we converted it from a machine-made long filler to a handmade long filler. And we've had a great ride with this thing. Stanford, our dad, was the first American to bring Cameroon tobacco in. We, we ran out of, everyone in Tampa ran out of uh, Cuban tobacco in 63, 64. Dad brought, uh, was saved our company, was switching our tobacco from Cuban, which we no longer had, to Cameroon. So Questeray 95 was launched in, in 1965 as a Cameroon-wrapped cigar. 35 set, and it, it, it took off. It just took off. And there's a great picture in the autobiography of your father, Stanford Newman, in which he is at the Belgian 
Cameroon tobacco auction. Right in Paris, right. That's right. Right. With the Marifels. Right. And I think George Gershel, who was with Consolidated Altatus, there was a picture there. Sure. And they're inspecting the tobacco, and it was a great picture. Uh, Suggested retail today for the Questeray 95. Today, it's uh, $4.75. Now, I think if I'm not mistaken... I want to say, like for three twenty-five, I got three cigars of three seventy-five back in nineteen ninety-five. That that is correct. <laughs> that, that is correct. Of course, gasoline was probably uh, fifty cents then too. That was about four bucks a gallon back. No, I'm just kidding. It was probably about a dollar fifty, and that was certainly before the enemies of pleasure reared their ugly heads. So, Cameroon wrapper, and it uses Dominican filler and binder. Correct. And it's a nice medium-bodied cigar. Little bit of sweetness because of that Cameroon wrapper. I cannot wait to get a hold of it. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine is ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, from the Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratories, this is a giant blowtorch. Major, uh, uh, huge flame, single flame. You can adjust the fuel-air ratio to widen the flame, but I've got it set just the way I like it on my five-star setting. That's what I will use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Beautiful. You know, I should say, I was uh, had a little cigar envy because Eric and Bobby already lit. So for 30 minutes, I've had to smell the wonderful aroma <laughs> of cigars while I was conducting broadcast maneuvers. So I will... Gently toast the foot of this cigar. Beautiful. Cannot wait to get my lips around this Questeray 95. What a beauty. Mmm, great draw. Doesn't take that long to light. I'm used to like a Toro or a 60 <laughs> ring gauge now. Mmm. Excellent. Well, wow. I have not had a Questeray 95 in years. Mmm. And it tastes just as good today as it did 20 years ago. Absolutely yes, it does. magnificent. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, we have to celebrate 20 years, so I have to pull out a very special libation. And I know everybody here will partake. This is Old Forster Birthday Bourbon from 2007. A limited edition that is made every year. It is a fabulous uh, distilled by Brown Foreman in Louisville. I will open this. It's got a very unique pre-prohibition type of bottle. I will pour a little bit of that. And I'm going to pass this around to Cigar Eric first. We'll take a whiff here. Oh, to take a whiff. Pour yourself a little bit. Come okay. on, be an alpha. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, thank you, Cigar Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I will, uh, let me do this. I'm going to say cheers. Mm. Oh, that goes beautifully with a Questeray 95. Now, this birthday bourbon... Well-aged, a lot of warmth factor on the way down. On the CDWF, the Cigar Day warmth factor, it's about a 9.1. Nice spice, a lot of the wood, beautiful dark caramel color. I'll take another sip. Mm. As we say cheers and we celebrate to uh, good health and to great cigars and a great camaraderie. And another 20 years, another 120 years. There you go, Absolutely. Absolutely. And someone said, how long are you going to do the show? I said, until it's no longer fun. And that's really the truth. When something's not fun, I don't want to do it anymore. And before we hit the phones, I want to talk uh, briefly about the litation ceremony. There have been so many people along the way who have guided me, who have helped me, 
whether they are in the radio broadcasting end of the business, programming, the cigar end, production, engineering. And in fact, I started on Monday putting a list together, a handwritten list. Didn't type it, and I kept adding and adding, and I added four more names this morning. But the one person who came up with the idea for the lighting ceremony was David G. Hall, the program director at the time of 640 KFI in Los Angeles, our affiliate in Los Angeles. And I went out to see him, and in fact, it was the same trip that you launched Diamond Crown, and I ran into you at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel in Beverly Hills. Just like, just like yesterday. I, I remember that. I happened to be there, and who do I see? And they're like, you got to come. We're launching Diamond Crown. Because Opus X was launched on the east, Diamond Crown on the west coast. Right. We launched at the Grand Havana Room. That's correct. That's right. And I remember seeing the entire Newman family at uh, the Beverly Wilshire, certainly not at the Motel 6, the Beverly <laughs> Wilshire, great hotel. So I, I went to see David Hall on that trip because they had been airing the show for about six months. And I said, you know, I'd like to come over. I really valued his programming advice really very well respected in the industry and he did an air check we sat down for about 45 minutes and he pulled different things and he went through the show and he said i love your enthusiasm i love the energy i can tell you really love the subject matter he said but listening to you talking about the cigar and you you, you smoke the cigar you got to make a big production out of this this is like a ceremony this is huge and he was the one that came up with the idea for the litation ceremony. And I said, Dave, I think that is a phenomenal idea. And within a week, we came up, and now we make a big deal with the music and with the cutter and with the lighter and, and going throttle up with our cigar. Because it is, when you think about it, it's, to me, like an NFL football game is not a game, it's an event. And same thing when you go to light a cigar. To me, it's an event, and that's exactly how we portray it. Speaking of people in the world of cigars, people that have been on the show uh, for Many, many times going way back. It is my pleasure to welcome Nick Perdomo of Perdomo Cigars Front and Center. Nick, you were one of our first guests when we were still only local in Tampa in September of 1995. You're right, Dave. Happy 20th. Great and, show. You continue going on strong. It's awesome. And I'll tell you, Nick, it's amazing because uh, you celebrated your 20th anniversary. I think it was 20th last year, wasn't it? In the uh, cigars? Yeah, two years ago, yep. Two years ago. And it's amazing how time flies. And, and I remember, Nick, the first time you came up to Tampa at our affiliate WSUN at the time, you actually had a humidor, which consisted of about 25 cigars. I think that was your entire inventory at the time. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> and, 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 of course, uh, the Benningtons, Jim and Jack Bennington, longtime friends, they were the one that uh, introduced us. And I remember uh, Jack saying, I've got this cigar. It's a boutique cigar called Perdomo. you got to have them on. you got to meet them. you got to try this cigar. We're, we're carrying it. And sure enough, that was uh, 20 years ago. And it's hard to believe, Nick, uh, how things have changed in 20 years. But yet, they still say the same. Yeah, it, it's true. And there's there was a ton of guys. You start out with uh, cigar radio shows, Dave, and uh, you're the one who's still standing. So congratulations to you. Nick, I appreciate it. Uh, you got anything? I know you've got that craft series of cigars that you're going to officially launch at the IPCPR convention next week. Anything else uh, our our lieutenants need to know about? Yeah, we have the new Perdomo Factory Tour Blend, and it's kind of unique. This was a cigar that was actually rated and tested by over 400 what I call professional cigar smokers, whether they were cigar retailers or actually consumers who have been on our trips for the last two years from 2014, 2015, we handed out certain cigars and the uh, consensus was, uh, was, was right there on par on, on this particular cigar and we're coming out with it and uh, we're real, real excited about it, including with the special craft series of pairs with all different types of craft beers, which is becoming huge 
not only in, in, in the industry, but uh, pairs extremely well with cigars, you know. So we're, we're excited uh, for New Orleans next week. I think we got some great stuff to put on with great price points and so on. That, uh, it's going to be good for our consumers and our retailers. Well, I look forward to seeing uh, you, Janine, Arthur, uh, Nicholas uh, as well, and trying some of those new cigars, Nick. And we appreciate you coming on. Hard to believe 20 years has passed. Yeah, and, and happy anniversary, Dave. Great job, and I always uh, look forward to listening to you. Sounds great, Nick. I appreciate it. That is Nick Perdomo of Perdomo Cigars. Gentlemen, in 1999, April 10th, I had Carlito Fuente on the show. I went down to the Dominican Republic. We taped an interview, and it was right after some big hurricanes that had hit in the Dominican Republic. And I just wanted to pull about a minute and a half and share that with our uh, listeners right now. And there is none better than my good friend Carlito Fuente of Arturo Fuente, Tabacalera Fuente. Carlito, long ashes, great to be here in Santiago, República Dominicana. Welcome back, General Davis. Great to have you back in this beautiful island once again. Absolutely, and you have been a very hospitable host as always. And there's so many exciting things going on uh, here at Arturo Fuente, and it's been a, a difficult number of years with a lot of other uh, extraneous events taking place, non-related to cigars that have taken your time, but now you're totally focused on cigars, and you've got a lot of exciting things that you've uh, talked to me about that you're planning for 1999. There's many, many beautiful creations that I've been thinking about and, and uh, actually working on for the last several years, but for reasons that we both know, uh, they were set aside, and last year, last November, uh, we started working on these new shapes and uh, new cigars and new blends once again. I'm very, very excited because it's, it's a gift to receive uh, a creativity or to receive this feeling that after it's all said and done that you know that there's still something that could be done that's better for cigars and better for people that enjoy cigars. I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to this year to introducing new shapes and to the new century that's following us. Uh, very shortly. I know that this is going to be this is going to be the best times of the best times of our lives. It's hard to believe we were talking about a new century back in 1999 and I remember Y2K where everybody thought the power is going to go off, watches were going to stop, planes weren't going to fly, your car wasn't going to start and it came and it was a big whimper. It was a big nothing. Uh, I do want to share some stories today, lieutenants, with you about uh, how the show started and, and uh, some other interesting tidbits and anecdotes along the way. So when we come back, I will tell you how we created the show, and I will tell you about someone who gave me even more motivation to make sure that this show succeeded. It is the Cigar Dave Show 20th Anniversary Edition. We are thrilled that you are joining us. Show number 1045. We have great guests from J.C. Newman, Eric Newman, Bobby Newman. We've got other guests that are going to be joining us. We're having a great time, which is what the Cigar Dave Show is all about. The 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Rocky Patel, is Saturday, August 15th at the Buffalo Launch Club. This all-VIP ticketed event is selling out fast. Attendees will receive six premium cigars from Rocky Patel, including the new 20th anniversary, the Sun Grown Maduro, and the Tabiquero by Hamlet. You'll also get a buffet fit for an alpha male, drink tickets, craft beer and whiskey samplings, and a special gift. Get your tickets today at Cigar Dave.com before they're all gone.
The new Romeo in Yeho by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo and Yeho today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Defending your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Now, this song is called Lombardo Dancato, and we played it. It was very hot around 1996, 97, 98. I heard it down in Miami, and I said, I got to get that song. I went to the record store about a block away and picked it up, and this is it. So we're going back playing some oldies from yesteryear. Before I get into some stories, I want to welcome Janelle Rosenfeld, the Vice President of Marketing for Altatus USA, a longtime friend. Janelle, great to have you on our 20th anniversary show. Oh, it's great to talk with you, Dave. Congratulations. What a wonderful accomplishment. Thank you so much, Janelle. And I was just thinking over the years, first of all, I, I want to tell a little story how we first met because you, the first time I went to Altata, at the time it was Consolidated Cigars Offices in Fort Lauderdale, right. I called Dick DiMiola. I was going to be in South Florida. And I said, I want to just go ahead and, oops, actually, Meredith, I think uh, the Cigar Day mobile app just went off on your phone, which, which is good. That's good. And if you have not downloaded the a Cigar Day mobile app, go ahead and do that. But I remember, Janelle, I called Dick DiMiola. Uh, executive vice president of Consolidate at the time. I said, I'm going to be in South Florida. I just want to see what's going on with Consolidate. He said, yeah, swing by the office. And I went to his office, and you came in. You had just started, I think, that week, Janelle. Yeah, 20 years. 20, 20 years. years. And, and yeah. it's been, we've been uh, working together ever since. And I just was, tr- this week, the entire week, I was trying to think, 
at all the cigars that we've launched at live broadcasts oh across the country. I know. And Janelle, I could not, I, I'm just trying to, Gaspar, we had Onyx Reserve, H. Upman Vintage right. Cameroon Romeo, uh, E. Julieta Reserva Real, Monte Cristo, I'm just going through all of these, SLR Serie G, and I, I, I lost track because there were so many. We've been through it all together. It's amazing. So many brands, so many great cigars, and a lot of fun. And later on in the show, you may not remember this, Janelle, but on March 6, 1999, we were in the Dominican Republic. Uh, I think that was kind of the setup for the the first Monte Cristo Cup that you were looking at for the following year. And I went down, and we did the first ever live radio broadcast from the Dominican Republic, from Casa de Campo, which I'll play in just a few minutes. No, I do remember that. And I think we had a little bit of trouble with the lines and stuff, but we made it all work. Yeah, it it, it was interesting because that was before that we had what was called ISDN, or now even with the broadband. The technology has changed so dramatically, Janelle. But back then we had to install, I think, four telephone lines. We, We brought in a special Comrex telephone coupler we had to send it to miami and then from miami we backhauled it to tampa but it came off and in fact if you've got a minute you know what let's take a listen to it right now we have left humidor 1a in the cigar city and today we are conducting cigar pleasure maneuvers from casa de campo on the southeastern end of the dominican republic it is most picturesque i am overlooking from the lago grill here overlooking the 18th hole of the Teeth of the Dog, rated amongst the top 25 golf courses in the world. And I am looking out to the Caribbean. It is a sunny day, a slight breeze. It is most gorgeous to enjoy a cigar and talk to you, our fellow cigar lieutenants, about cigars and conduct the world's largest uh, cigar party that meets via the airwaves. Long Ash greetings and salutations and a Long Ash snappy salute to all of our cigar lieutenants coast to coast. It is the general front and center in a very comfortable pair of military fatigue shorts and my smoke this shirt uh, with my stars and bars and in just a few moments we will get to lighting our cigars and uh, doing what we do best here and that is discuss the passion pleasure and pursuit of a great cigar so you can tell the quality was a little different but we pulled it off and janelle i will never forget that view at the lago grill overlooking the caribbean and the golf course uh, we were under this beautiful thatched hut yep. it was great and and great great, great memories fun. and great friends and that's really what i uh, remember that carries on until today yeah i agree dave i uh, we've been through a lot together and uh we've seen a lot in this industry and uh we, uh, we count, I count you as a very good friend and a very good colleague. So congratulations. Janelle, I appreciate it. And we will see you next week in yeah. New Orleans. And by the way, we should also mention that we're going to be doing four live televised broadcasts, exclusive televised broadcasts from the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention. And on Sunday, July right. 19th, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Janelle, you and Javier Estadas and the entire Altadas crew will be leading off for the entire show. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. We are wait. counting the minutes. We are almost ready, and we look forward to seeing you. Janelle, on behalf of uh, everyone here at the Cigar Dave Show, most especially myself, it has been a delight to work with you for 20 years, to be a great friend, and we continue uh, looking forward to working with you and all the great folks at Altadas in the future. Back at you, Dave. I love you. All right. Stay well, Janelle. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Dave. Janelle Rosenfeld of Altatus USA. And, you know, really, when you think about it, uh, Bobby and Eric, the industry that we have, uh, it's such a close-knit industry where you see 
we had Nick Perdomo and Janelle, and everybody socializes, and there's really, as you know, plenty of business to go around for everybody, but it's such a unique business because everybody gets along. We are such great Let's get that. Uh, keep that mind. There we go. And so talking to about Nick Perdomo, a couple years ago we were having trouble making enough brickhouse boxes in our factory in Nicaragua. And every factory in Esteli just about needs their own box factory because that's the biggest issue down there in, in Nicaragua. And I saw Nick at a cigar event tell him our problem. I said, I'll do you what? I said, I'll make you a couple thousand boxes. I said, we're working five and a half days in his box factory. This is Nick. I said, I'm gonna, I would be glad to sacrifice some of my production to help you. We didn't take him up on his offer. But just the fact he made an offer, that's indicative of a camaraderie and friendship we have in this industry. There are competitors, but there are competitors second, but our friends first. Absolutely, and I always say that the war is not within the industry. It is the enemies of pleasure and the bureaucrats in Washington that we have to fight. Bobby Newman, Eric Newman, J.C. Newman Cigar are, uh, are in studio with us today here in Command Center Alpha. Lieutenants, in the next hour, we've got a ton more stuff. I've got some great audio bites I'm going to play for you, some great parody songs. I want to start thanking people who, for the last 20 years made this show what it is today and I've got a list that I'm going to tweet out handwritten and you will see all the names and also lieutenants I'm going to tell you some great stories how we started the show and someone along the way that said your show's going to be a flop we showed them that they were wrong this, this is CCRN the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Hard to believe, 20 years ago this weekend, this idea that I had whereby cigar connoisseurs would enjoy a cigar, would share some great camaraderie and fellowship, would not only take root, but would still be around 20 years after its inception. I cannot tell you the number of radio shows that have started since we began in July of 1995 that have come and gone. And we have stood the test of time, the test of longevity, and much of that is because of great subject material, great people that have helped us along the way, and most importantly, our great lieutenants, our great listeners, who are loyal, who enjoy the same outlook on life that I do, and that is let's enjoy ourselves. We are not here for a long time. We are here for a good time. Welcome back, hour number two of this special 20th anniversary edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Cigar Dave, the general front and center. Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A. Once again, we've got Bobby Newman and Eric Newman of J.C. Newman Cigar. And I should also mention the next generation, Bobby, of uh, Newmans in the world of J.C. Newman Cigars are here. There's only one of the two. Why are both not here? That one's going to be court-martialed. <laughs> That's correct. Our younger son, Paxton, who's 17, is at a uh, one of his best friend's house, 
And that's uh, no excuse, Bobby. How, however, he, <laughs> he both have started working. They started in the basement where Uncle Eric and I started many years ago. And uh, Dawson is here, and he can give you his comments. And he he's going to start in the filler department, of the third floor of the uh, factory. I really Monday. think the reason so, that Paxton isn't here is because he work he works at seven o'clock every morning. He works from seven to three thirty, and and he has to get up probably at five thirty. And you know, he's Paxton is a six seventeen years old, and seventeen year olds aren't used to getting up at five thirty. I think the weekend comes. Who knows what he's doing now? Dawson is working in the factory as well during the summer. Learned the business from the ground up, and we're delighted to have him. Fourth generation of Newmans in our factory. All right, so Dawson, step, get it right up to that microphone. So tell us about your duties now at J.C. Newman. Get close. Bring that nice and close to you. There you go. Um, I'm starting in the basement and uh, moving my way up from there, and I'm shaking tobacco, spending my time. That, uh, Do me a favor. Just hit that microphone, that red button. There you go. Turn that on. There you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I'm starting in the basement, shaking tobacco and uh, hanging it up in the steam room. Um, underground in the basement, spend uh, all hours and, and time in there hanging up and taking down tobacco. And uh, we have to open up a window to let the cool air in from the outside, let the Tampa heat in for the cool air. So it's uh, definitely a good time uh, learning the ropes, and you guys start somewhere. That's exactly – well, and that's the, really the best place to learn, learn every aspect of the business. The I, basement is really our, our company spa. It is the uh, company spa with the with the sauna and the, the and the, the uh, free steam room. The steam it room. Is. You know, it's all every cigar factory. Tobacco comes in dry. All the manufacturers buy it dry because they don't. They we pay for it by the pound. We don't want to pay for water. Plus the fact we don't want the tobacco to start molding. So every factory, old Tampa factories in the basement, that's a casing apartment. We put moisture in the wrapper, the outside leaf. We have to put a lot of moisture in it. And uh, Pax uh, Dawson is a pretty thin fellow to begin with. I think he's probably lost about five or ten pounds already th- th- this summer. You swell off about five pounds in wa- water weight in just an afternoon working in the basement. So I, it's a it's a good uh, recommendation if you need a. <laughs> By the end of the summer, we aren't going to be able to see you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So bones. well, and and you know you're learning the ropes. And uh, do they give you a cigar or two to enjoy, or do you have to like really beg no. to Rich Dolak? Do you have to really you know <laughs> no, suck have- up to Rich Dolak? <laughs> We don't. Rich is kind of difficult to deal with sometimes. Well, but, it's uh, kind of difficult <laughs> to deal with, kind of. But no, we're, there, there's no shortage of cigars uh, at the factory. So always twenty four seven smoking and enjoying cigars. We have a good thing going in the basement, and uh, we we have a good time. Outstanding. Well, glad to have you with us here today, Lieutenants. Let me take some time here just for a few minutes to tell you about how this show started, and just a little bit about. Along the way, how I got some added motivation. Uh, It was February or March of 1995. I I was on the board of the Florida Broadcasters Association. I still am. And, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, we had Pat Roberts, the CEO of the FAB, on with us. And and he vividly recalls how the show began. We We had a lunch with the governor of Florida at the time. There was about 15 of us every year that are invited once a year to to dine with the governor, uh, talk some issues that are related to the broadcasting industry. And Governor Lawton Childs was the governor at the time, a very hospitable guy, didn't necessarily agree with him politically on everything, but he's very personable. And I remember sitting next to him, and uh, I had a couple of cigars in my pocket, and uh, we started talking and chit-chatting, and I don't know how the subject of cigars came out. He started talking about his cook shack, and I said, Governor, I'm a Yankee. What is a cook shack? He goes, well, we go hunting, and we actually, when we're done, we take the meat and we cook it in this shack. 
And he said, you know, I just love uh, going there, and it's a nice retreat, and I love lighting up a cigar. And I said, you smoke cigars? He said, love cigars. I took out a cigar, and I handed it to him. And he said, oh, that's great. I'll really enjoy this. So walking back from the governor's mansion in Tallahassee, which is not anything overly opulent or stately. It's a very nice, uh, elegant home, but it's not uh, like the White House or anything. It's it's right in the middle of a very close to the state uh, capital, the capital itself in a nice neighborhood. So we walk back to the Florida Broadcasting Association's offices. And on the way, it's maybe about a half a mile walk, there was a cigar store. I stopped in with a gentleman at the time who was also on the board with us, uh, Todd Leeser, who at the time was the market manager for the Cox Media Group radio stations in Tampa. Amongst them, 620 WSUN, which was a talk station. So I walk, I said, Todd, hang on one second. I want to go pick up a cigar for the walk back. And he said, I didn't know you liked cigars. I love cigars. So on the walk back, I start talking about cigars and Tampa's the cigar city. We get into the CEO's office, Pat Roberts. And in those days, you could smoke cigars, cigarettes, anything you wanted in his office. So Pat was out for a bit. So I sat in his big chair and uh, Todd was there. And and I said, you know, we ought to do a radio show on cigars. Tampa's the cigar city. Anybody can launch it. Anywhere we can launch it. It's a natural to be in Tampa. So on July, uh, so at that time we said, great, let's do it. He said, when do you want to start? And I said, well, we got the Florida Broadcasters Convention the end of June. Let's wait until after July 4th. The next uh, Saturday after July 4th was July 8th. He said, what time do you want to do it? I said, you know, 12 noon, lunchtime is a good time to light a cigar. He said, great, so we're going to start it. And that was how we started the show. There was no business plan. There was nothing fancy. And then I went to, obviously, go see Eric. We, our first sponsor was Edwards Pipe and Tobacco, Frank and Gordon Smith. We had Dan Ramirez, who was the general manager. And we went on in, in July of 1995, one hour, and I figured maybe we'd get 10 listeners if we were lucky. And I told Dan Ramirez, the general manager of Edwards, who was my first guest, I said, Dan, we better have a ton of program material, history on cigars, history on Ybor City, because we're not going to get any calls. Within two minutes, every single line lit. And that was the end of that. And about two years later, uh, and, and let me just go back a second, give you a little bit of chronological history. We went to two hours. After the first show, I will never forget, Todd Leeser came out. And he looked at me and he said, didn't I tell you we should start with two hours? And I said, easy for you to say. I said, one hour was plenty at the time. September of 95, we went to two hours. And in late November, I got a call from Steve Nickel, who was the program director of 610 WIOD in Miami. At the time, the preeminent talk station in Miami, and they carried the Miami Dolphins games. They had a Sunday night Dolphins game. He called me and he said, Dave, we're carrying the Dolphins. I need some programming to fill from like, you know, when the game ends in the post game from about maybe 1030 till about 1130. I was thinking, I heard about your wacky show. I listened to it. I kind of like it. How about if I run it and let's see what happens? And I said, great. And he ran it and he put a telephone number. If people like the show, please call in. Well, every single voice mailbox at WIOD was jammed. People were calling because after the football game, I'll never forget, a number of cigar people said, we're leaving and we hear this thing on cigars. I get on my cell phone, I call so-and-so, and I tell, the, I remember uh, uh, one of the, uh, one of the. I'm trying to remember if it was, I can't remember what manufacturer that said he started calling like 20 other people who started calling all these other people. And the next day, I get a call from Steve Nichols saying, the show was great, the response was huge. I want to run you in Miami starting beginning of December live. So Miami was our first syndicated market. And along the way, 
I met a colleague by the name of Stu Stanick, who at the time was VP of Operations at Citadel Broadcasting. They were small at the time, maybe five, six markets. I met him at a radio advertising bureau convention. We were smoking cigars. He had a Dunhill, and I had another cigar. We started talking for the next few hours. I gave him some cigars, and a few months later, I called him. I said, Stu, I got this idea for this show. We're already in Miami and Tampa. He said, send me it. I want to listen to it. We sent it to him overnight, called me the next day and said, I love it. We're going to run you in Albuquerque, Salt Lake City, Reno, and Spokane. So we started with uh, five markets in addition to Tampa in uh, mid-December of 1995, and the rest was, as they say, history. And I'll never forget one other quick story. So around 1998, I was at the National Association of Broadcasters Radio Convention in San Francisco. I believe it was Seattle or San Francisco. And I got invited to... Uh, because I have a lot of connections uh, in the industry, every network invited me to their parties, ABC, CBS. And uh, I somehow got invited to this party where SW Networks, which was owned by Sony at the time, was uh, part one of the sponsors. So I had my name badge, and it said, said my name, and it said, Smoke This, Tampa, Florida. And this woman comes up to me. I will just say, give you the initials of CB. I will not tell you her name. CB. Those are her real initials, by the way. She was the president of SW Networks. Their claim to fame was that they had Alan Dershowitz doing a Sunday night show, and they had uh, Governor Mario Cuomo doing, doing a Sunday night show. And they were spending money like it was out of style. And they had all of them there, big party. And she sees my name tag, comes up to me, and she laughs. She goes, what the hell is Smoke This? I said, it's a show for cigar connoisseurs and alpha males. And she laughed hysterically. She goes, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. That is the crazy, that could be the dumbest show idea I've ever heard. And I looked at her and I said, well, it can't be so dumb because we're in 30 markets right now. And she stopped and looked at me and said, you're kidding. Well, that was probably about 10 more markets than they had with Dershowitz and Cuomo at the time. And so she, she still went on and said, yeah, but I, I don't see that thing lasting, whatever. And, and, and after that, I'll never forget, I was with a friend of mine and I looked at him and I cannot repeat what I said to him about where I was going to shove it and show her. And I remember the Frank Sinatra quote, the best revenge is massive success. The best revenge is massive success. And I always remember that. And she gave me, I was already motivated to begin with, but I have always found myself to be even more motivated when people doubt me, when I have negativity, when people shrug something off an idea. It gives me more impetus to just shove it right where the sun don't shine, and show them that we're going to make this successful. And sure enough, that woman has now been fired probably four or five times. Uh, I, I recently went online to see what her latest gig was. Well, now she's consulting, which is the definition of someone who's from out of town. So long story short, we were able to we, – we, we, we took the show, and here we are 20 years later. But I wanted to share those little anecdotes because I really don't get a chance to share them on our regular shows, and I just wanted to share that. Tell you what, when we come back, I, I'm looking over. The great George Padron of Padron Family Cigars is on the line. When we come back, we'll talk to George, one of the greats in the world of cigars, as we continue with our 20th anniversary edition of The Cigar Dave Show. The 2015 Premium Cigar Retailers Convention is coming up from New Orleans. Our exclusive live telecasts from the show floor are presented by Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, who introduced the Rocky Patel 20th Anniversary Cigar, the Rocky Patel Sun-Grown Maduro, and the Tabacero Hamlet Paredes. Watch these exclusive live telecasts starting Sunday, July 19th on CigarDave.com.
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Come on, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. The brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. For both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage-aged tobaccos, the first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste, and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Cigar Dave Show, your passport to unabashed pleasure. 20th anniversary edition of the Cigar Dave Show continues. It is my pleasure to uh, welcome to the Cigar Dave Show longtime friend, one of the great masters in the world of cigars, George Padron of Padron Cigars. George, glad that you can join us today on our 20th anniversary. Hey, Dave, thank you. Congratulations to you and all the work that you've done. Thank you so much. And, George, I have to say, and I mentioned this on the show last September, I was uh, privileged enough to be invited to your 50th anniversary celebration uh, in Miami, which was 
off the charts, over the top. In fact, Eric Newman is here. Eric and Lyris were there in attendance as well. And uh, what a wonderful evening that we had. You really did it first class all the way, just like all your cigars, George. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, it was uh, an important occasion, so I was happy. We were all happy, the entire family, to have so many friends uh, from the cigar industry, both manufacturers and, you know, consumers and friends. So it was a great night. We had a great time. We sure did. And, George, uh, the IPCPR convention's coming up around the corner. You've got a new cigar, uh, Connecticut wrapped cigar called the Damaso, which is named after your great great grandfather. And your kids came up with that name. Well, it's actually uh, pronounced Damaso. 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 Um, and yes, it is made with Connecticut. It's an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Um, and yes, my my son was the one that came up with the idea of naming it Damaso. So it's uh, it's an interesting situation and it worked it's working out very well so far we were we're very happy with the product so we'll see if the consumers agree with us you know well george it is always a delight when i come down to miami to visit you and have you on the ipcpr shows you've been a good friend for a long time great cigars great support of the show and we can't thank you enough and my my regards to uh your dad joseo padron as well as your brother orlando and the whole padron family great we're actually here in the office working today so they're all here with me George, that doesn't surprise me. Your dad's always there uh, working, always checking all the cigars. And uh, you know what? I think that's the place he'd rather be most is, is no working with you and, and, and with the cigars. And I know he gets tremendous satisfaction on that. So, George, we look forward to seeing everyone next week in New Orleans. Great. Thanks for joining us, George. All righty. That is George Padron. Now, let's see. Do we have to, oh, Yeah, we've got time for this. I want to play a, uh, an interview that we did with... The Newman family, but Stanford Newman from the RTDA convention, the Retail Tobacco Dealers Convention. Uh, am I going to have enough time for this, Brian? It runs two minutes and four seconds. I'm going to be tight on it, aren't I? No? Okay. So we'll wait for the bottom of the hour. But but uh, Eric and Bobby, let's talk. We're celebrating our 20th anniversary. When I started the show in September of that year, of 1995, you had the 100th anniversary party for the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. And you launched Diamond Crown that year, and your father was revolutionary. The first ever all Robusto-sized cigars. He was ahead of his time. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, Dad wanted to have a special cigar for 100th anniversary. Went to Carlos Fuente early in the 90s and said, we want to have a cigar that's never been made before. We want to use five-year-old double-fermented Connecticut wrapper. Didn't care how long it would take to make. What it cost to make, even whether it would sell or not. Dad just wanted to have a special cigar for 100th anniversary. And Dad challenged Carlos to make a 54-ring cigar. And Carlos said, I don't have molds for a 54-ring. Nobody had a 54-ring. Right. The biggest biggest one was a 50 or 52. And Dad said, no, I wanted 54 because he knew the thicker the ring gauge, the more leaves you could blend to maintain the continuity of taste. So uh, Dad came out with that cigar, the Diamond Crown. All four, si- all five sizes were a 52 54-ring cigar, in, and Bobby will re- remind me and tell the story of, of uh, somebody asked Dad, what if you wanted it? We want a thinner cigar. Bobby, yeah, when somebody said, well, what Dad, Dad said, let him smoke someone else's. That's exactly right. And I remember that party at the Tampa Yacht Club. What, an, what a magnificent evening, very elegant evening. Uh, and I was honored to be there. And just along the way, as, as the J.C. Newman Cigar Company now, 120 years, 
Cigar Dave show 20 years. We're slowly catching up, Bobby. Ab- slowly. <laughs> Absolutely, Cigar Dave. <laughs> All right, we're enjoying a, a great Quest Array 95. I've got the old Forster birthday bash bourbon from 2007. We're having a great time when we come back, lieutenants. We'll play that uh, great interview. Little introduction to Stanford Newman. I got some great other audio, some great parody songs, and we've just decided we are going to do a special bonus podcast after our regular show. It's only going to be available at CigarDave.com and our mobile app, so get ready for it right after the show. The July selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club are from La Polina Cigars. You'll get the La Polina Mr. Sam, La Polina Black Label, and La Polina Red Label. The La Polina Black Label has a rich blend with complex flavor with notes of fruit and cocoa. It has a Brazilian wrapper with binders and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. In 1964, José O. Padrón began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padrón cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padrón controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padrón family, it's called making great cigars. The Padrón lines include the Padrón 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padrón Traditional line. All Padrón cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padrón. For your Padrón retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padrón is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. One of the many parodies that we will enjoy today. Cigar 
One of the many parodies that we have played. We got a whole bunch more. In this show and also our special bonus podcast afterwards. She likes it so Cigar army is Marching on Yeah, hanging with Cigar Day I do it every Saturday Playing with dice and dames Battling the pleasure police Hanging with Cigar Day Yeah, hanging with Cigar Day that was produced by the great Eric Chase, and Eric has done many parodies for us, one of the many people, and I'll get to thanking them in this segment, I don't want to wait to the end because there's so many people to thank. But first, I want to welcome those of you listening out in the People's Republic of California in San Bernardino County, Needles, California, listening for the first time today on 1340 KTOX. Added two more stations, so uh, we're approaching that 140 mark, and we appreciate those of you listening to us for the first time on KTOX. Now, Bobby and Eric uh, Newman of J.C. Newman Cigar. We talked about Diamond Crown. We talked about your dad. And we were able to go into our audio vault, our audio archives. Your dad, we were listening to this uh, interview, and I wanted to play the first couple of minutes because it was a classic from the 1998 Retail Tobacco Dealers Convention in Nashville, Tennessee. Take a listen. My name is Stanford J. Newman. I'm chairman of the board of the uh, great Newman family, uh, J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Uh, We've been in business for... 103 years now. I'm not 103 years old. My father started our business in 1895, but I'm almost that old now. But we're around. We've been around for a long time because we've made quality products and we have quality family, and uh, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And you know, talking about the products that you do have, you know, your flagship brand, the Questore series. Then you now have launched the Diamond Crown series. La Unica, a, a very well-known bundled brand, uh, the Diamond Crown Humidors, and the uh, revolutionary Diamond Crown Humidification Device. And Stanford, you were really uh, a visionary on a lot of those lines. The La Unica you developed uh, jointly with Carlos Fuente way back, really one of the first manufacturers to offer a bundled cigar that wasn't a second, but instead a Primero, a, a, a first-quality cigar. Well, before we had, the J.C. Newman Cigar Company had any cigars manufactured uh, by hand in 1986, we went and talked to Carlos Fuente, come up, let's come up with five good sizes of which you think, let's make the right blend. And I don't like cigars in bundles because most of the bundles have only people put in seconds. Let's call it Primeros, the best. So we put the best cigars that we knew, I said we would try them for six months and then take them off the market. And if they sold, we would use some of the same blends uh, in our Questore cigars. And what do you know? It became the largest selling brand of bundles in all, all the cigars, most all the cigar stores. And we couldn't take it off the market. And today it is one of the, and is one of the largest, is the largest selling brand in bundles because it's quality. And that's why the consumers love quality and we love to make quality cigars on a La Unica and Questore. 
everything your dad said in 1998 still holds true today. Well, let's get those microphones open, Brian. There we go. Amazing. So it's 17, 17 years ago, and uh, uh, dad was a visionary. Uh, dad was an innovator, in fact, Cigar Dave. About uh, two years before he died, dad had a vision. Dad loved cigar manufacturing. He'd go in our factory and spend hours in our Tampa factory at a time when handmade cigars were so popular. Dad had a vision. He wanted to make a bundle cigar that you could sell everywhere. And then about uh, again, two years before dad died, 2004, came up with a brand of cigars which had an awful, awful name called Factory Throwouts. And Dad named it. He said, that's what I want. I said, Dad, that's a crummy name. Nobody's going to want to buy it. He says, watch it, son. And sure enough, today we're making over 10 million factory throwouts in our Tampa factory. I still hate that name today, but there are only two cigars around, those that sell and those that don't. And uh, your listeners come from all kind of budgets, and this is a great value cigar. Well, if if truth and advertising uh, laws were to be upheld, that those aren't throwout cigars. Those are really top quality cigars. No, it's actually what it has. It's the wrapper we get Havana seed from Ecuador. There, it's a third grade wrapper which has a slight blemish. We were able to to buy it at a lot less money, pass savings on to the consumer. The blemish has no effect on the taste, but it is a way to give a great value to our customers. And La Unica, there was at the time when that. That, that was revolutionary. A bundled Primero, a first rate, no blemishes, no, uh, no no issues with the cigar, a great cigar. And what happened was it just became too expensive because the market had just changed. Exactly. We, we launched it uh, back in 1986. It was called La, La Unica Dominican Primero. It was Dominican first. And uh, I remember we were selling 50, the first few months we were selling 50,000 a month, and Cynthia Fuente said, "That's a lot of cigars." Then it became two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand a month, and uh, as as the cigar boom started, pricing everyone was raised, had to raise their prices twice a year, and after the cigar boom, uh, it, it did become it was a great. The blend didn't change, but it was no longer a great value. Right, but it still it was an excellent cigar by uh, any price. And this Quest Ray ninety five today, which is how much today? Did you say this uh, is four seventy five? I mean, this is this is a steal. This cigar is great. It, great taste, sweetness, a little bit of spice. It's just perfect. It is. So just a beautiful cigar. All right, we have uh, David in Merced, California, that's been on hold for an hour and eleven minutes. So, David, I appreciate your patience. Welcome to this special edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Hey, long ashes to you, General, and it's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure to speak with you on this very, very big day of yours. 20 years, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, and back at you. Hey, I'm asking for some advice. Next month, me and my beautiful wife will be expecting our first child, and I'd like to purchase a box of cigars that I can hand out to friends, family, whatever. Wondering what you would recommend, something that, I mean... The novice smoker would enjoy, and, and maybe somebody that doesn't smoke very often at all. That's the easiest question I've had all year, the Diamond Crown. That is a celebratory occasion cigar. People that smoke cigars once every five years will love it. People that smoke cigars every day will love it. It's uh, in the medium, mild to medium category, very smooth. That's what I would recommend. And here's what we'll do. We'll send you some samples for you to enjoy. You go pick up a box of those Diamond Crowns, and you pass those out. And uh, email us and show us some pictures of everybody celebrating with those cigars, David. Sounds good, General. Thank you. One more question. Yes, sir. Sure. 
how uh, how far ahead should I purchase the cigars and be safe without having to keep them in a humidor? Oh, I think if you, you know, a couple of weeks, you should be okay. Just keep them at room right. temperature. Don't put them in the refrigerator. Don't put them in a the freezer. And, and don't put them where it's super hot. Don't leave them in your car. Room temperature, air conditioned, you should be great. David, we appreciate you joining us. All right, let me uh, do this. I've got so many things I want to do here. As you know, lieutenants, we have had uh, uh, some great guests over the years. But there have been times when, just like as things happen in the real world, that we have to be... We're not just cigar connoisseurs, but we're Americans first. And on 9-11, this country was attacked on September 11, 2001. And we went on the air uh, about a week or so later. Actually, it was a couple of weeks later. I can't remember. We were preempted for some different things. But we did a special show called Attack on America. And I want to just play the, an excerpt from that show. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. From Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA, this is Smoke This, Assault on America. Now, here's the General, Cigar Dave. Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. We shall all remember where we were, what we were doing, how we first heard the tragic news that America was being terrorized. We may have taken a big hit. You compare it to a prize fighter, we took a few jabs, some uppercuts. We sustained some serious injury. But we certainly are not down for the count. The United States of America shall remain strong. And today on Smoke This, we together as connoisseurs, and more importantly as Americans, shall share our thoughts and feelings together. Somber long ash greetings and salutation, and a long ash snappy salute to all Americans and members of the armed forces, and to those who personally felt the wrath of what these terrorists did, the, the unconscionable acts, those families, those rescue workers, everyone who suffered is suffering. We extend our salutes to them and our thoughts to them. Now, lieutenants, when times are tough, we certainly... Acknowledge that, uh, especially around 9-11, we changed our show for a number of months. But we had to go back living to the way that Americans always do. We are resolute. We enjoy life. We're not going to be held down by these terrorist punks, these terrorist thugs. We're going to whack them. It's exactly what we're going to do. We need a general patent today to go in and finish them. But we also have fun. And we created a parody song that I think was one of the great ones we did called... uh, Neil Diamond Crown. Ironically, Diamond Crown Cigars, well, this is by Neil Diamond Crown. Take a listen. This was from around, geez, I want to say 2002 or 2003. Cigars. Yeah, we're smoking cigars. Hanging out at home. Or a cigar-friendly bar. Free, they're anything but free, but they're worth their price. I get them COD on the boats and on the planes. They come 
Neil Diamond Crown, Lieutenants, we have many more parodies, and we're going to extend the show with our special bonus after-show podcast that will be available live at CigarDave.com and at uh, the Cigar Dave mobile app at 2.06 Eastern Time today on July 11th, and we'll also have those in the archives. When we come back, the final and concluding segment of this special 20th anniversary edition of the Cigar Dave Show, still lots more coming your way. The 2015 Premium Cigar Retailers Convention is coming up from New Orleans. Our exclusive live telecasts from the show floor are presented by Davidoff USA, who introduced the new Davidoff Escurio and the Avo Synchro Nicaragua Cigar. Watch these exclusive live telecasts starting Sunday, July 19th on CigarDave.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. 
That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Final segment here of our 20th anniversary show, but we will do a special bonus after-show podcast at CigarDave.com and the Cigar Dave mobile app at 2.06 Eastern Time. Let's say hello to Jim Colucci, formerly of Altadas, now with Syndicato, longtime friend, supporter of the show. Jim, great. I appreciate you calling us today. Great to be on, Dave. How are you doing today? Doing great. I've got Bobby and Eric Newman here. And Jim, uh, we have, I was talking to Janelle earlier. I can't, I lost track of how many live shows we've done from the Dominican, from Detroit, from Charlotte, from uh, uh, um, uh, just on and on and on. The places that we've done it, from Puerto Rico, from the Bahamas. And we've launched so many cigars. And it's really been a delight uh, to be friends with you, even though you give me a hard time all the time. Dave, I never gave you a hard time. You you're too nice of a guy. You know how many times you fired me, Jim? You said, that's it. I'm done. I'm fired. You're fired. <laughs> you're like Donald Trump. But we always we always had a good time, and we still do today, Jim. And I know that uh, you're doing great with Syndicato, and we're going to see you next week in New Orleans. Yes, I can't. I'm here at work today trying to get ready, Dave. It's uh, crunch time. We're getting down to crunch time. No Thank rest you. for the wicked, Jim, right? No, 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 no. All right, sounds good. Well, Jim, I appreciate you jumping on with us, and we'll see you in New Orleans next week. All the best on 20, Dave. I can remember when I was a young 49-year-old guy on your show. That's exactly right. That's <laughs> that's true. Jim, we'll see you next week. Lieutenants, I want to just take the last couple of minutes. There's so many people I want to thank, and I'm going to tweet out a, a picture of this list that I've been working on all week. First of all, Todd Leeser, the first general manager uh, at WSUN that uh, gave us the, the slot. Dave Reinhardt and Dan DiLoretto, former general managers at Clear Channel Tampa and 970 WFLA. Wonderful gentlemen. Gabe Hobbs, many years, the VP of Programming and News Talk uh, at, at JCOR and Clear Channel. Sue Trikas, the, the former program director at 970 WFLA. Randy Michaels, the CEO of JCOR. 
big supporter, Doug Hammond, the current uh, uh, oper- director of operations or VP of operations at, uh, at iHeartMedia. Pat Roberts of the Florida Association of Broadcasters. My producers, Charlie Keesler, the first one. Mike Daly, known as Flounder, still works with us. Phil Azun, Jeff Fisher, Jeff Kirkendall, Lee Ruiz, Eric Sachs, and of course, Brian Allward. Brian and Eric working with us today. I cannot, there's one person I have to thank who's been with me. For 19 years and 11 months. That is the lovely Ms. Kate, our call hostess, the director of harem management, my personal assistant. Ms. Kate, we love you. You are the best. You dumped Charlie, your boyfriend, but you stayed with the general, didn't you? Uh, Skip Jokel, our director of affiliate relations for the last 14 years. Victoria Raymer, Queen V, our first uh, 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 affiliate manager. Steve Nickel of WIOD. Uh, Stu Stanick of Citadel. Got to thank our great voice guys. Greg Fadick was the first one. Then Spider Harrison, the late, great Brian James, who was fantastic. And when we needed somebody to step up after Brian's untimely death, voice talent Ed Weigel, a longtime listener and now a great friend, stepped up. And he has been an integral part of our show. You hear his voice. You see him at the live broadcasts. I got to thank Steve Versnick, our VP of Programming and uh, Operations, our engineering crew, Ed Pendino, Ralph Beaver, John McMartin, the late Paul Sliwa, Dana Raymer, Scott Statham, uh, Director of IT, Ben Umberger, Tom Martin Kovic. I thanked Eric Chase, who does our parodies, Mike Kaminsky, same thing. Got to thank Frank Smith, Gordon Smith, Dan Ramirez of Edwards Pipe and Tobacco, Fred Hoyland of Tobacco Depot, Bobby and Eric Newman, of course. Got to thank Frank Yanessa, the late Frank Yanessa, Carol Yanessa. Theo Foles, Dick Dimiola, Janelle Rosenfeld, Jim Colucci uh, from Altadas, Carlito Fuente, Edgar Coleman Sr., the late great Edgar Coleman Sr., uh, and Edgar Coleman Jr., George Padron, Rocky Patel. I've got to thank Brady Fisher, Lee Corso, Laura Korn, Rich Dolak, Jim and Mark Bland, the Human Door Store, and our great Buffalo crew, Captain Paul Bellani, Colonel Ange Puccio, Mick the Brit, Exo Tim Miller, of course, Lieutenant Gary Wazorek, Mrs. Harem of One, uh, uh, Gina Wazorek, Puff Muffin, uh, Lori Leonard, the Portuguese Princess, Colleen Weigel, Captain Cy Emerus, Captain Eric uh, Jordan, Big Dom Siciliano, Vienna Fuente, the list, Rich Dolak. The, the list goes on and on. Lieutenants, Cigar Dave the General, thanking Bobby and Eric Newman. Cigar Dave the General saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. And thank you for listening to For 20 Great Years. Special bonus podcast is next. And lieutenants, we welcome you to this special bonus podcast, the 20th anniversary of the Cigar Dave Show. And we have no time constraints. We have no time limits. A little bit more relaxed, but there are so many different parodies and uh, uh, songs and, and bits that I was not able to get to and some other sound bites. So we'll do that here. We'll go on as long as it's entertaining. Once it's not, then we wrap it up. So we welcome you to this special Bonus edition podcast, The Cigar Dave Show, 20th anniversary. Eric Newman, Bobby Newman of J.C. Newman Cigars, also his guests. We've got Dawson Newman and Meredith Newman, who have been joining us as well. Meredith, you look a little bit cold. That's why you're wearing these smoke. I keep it at 68 in here. It's freezing. 
reason. Well, get that microphone open, Brian. Get nice and close to that microphone. It's open. There you go. Get nice and close. Yeah, you keep it nice and cool in here, Dave. 68 wonderful polar bear degrees. <laughs> and no, none of the men are complaining. You're all comfortable, aren't you? We love it, Dave. Exactly. It's only the women that are, the woman that's complaining. The woman. Eric, I know that you've got to leave in just a couple of minutes, but I wanted to thank you for, uh, first of all, uh, joining us today. And we've got one story that I wanted to relay that we forgot to mention, how you were the only person that knocked me off the air in 20 years. I remember like yesterday, Cigar Dave. This was uh, back at WSUN. That's right. Over in in the other in St. Petersburg, you, you were not always the general. In the beginning, you were maybe just Dave. I was uh, Dave, your cigar connoisseur. By the way, or your cigar man, I think is what we said. We have just posted at cigardave.com the first the entire audio, the first show ever of July eighth, nineteen ninety five. The entire hour is on cigardave.com. If you go to cigardave.com and uh, click under radio, then it's all there under show archives. But great story. We were in a, it was a, the studio was the size of a broom closet. Here we are in Humidor 1A. You know, Not as palatial as today. It is palatial, but it wasn't always like this. In the beginning, God created the earth and the sun and the stars, and then the beginning there was the Cigar Dave show. We were in a, a, a large closet. We were on a show with, with you. My brother, our father, yep, and uh, we were really like hemmed in like uh, hamsters here. And all of a sudden, we're talking, and I see your engineer. Forgot who it was. He comes, Charlie. With, Charlie, come with a Charlie big, Corona. His eyes were as, as big as saucers. He has this panic look on his face. He comes in and slaps a bunch of buttons. Bam, 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 bam. I said, "What's the issue?" He said. You, you knocked us off the air. Evidently, there's a some button that was right next there to There was a power button that powered the whole studio. Right next to my Microphones, knee. Microphones, everything. So I, got, I got a little excited, and for about, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds, we were off the air. He, he went hysterical, and, and so I guess I was the only guy that ever took you off the air temporarily, and I, we've always t- talked about that, and, and that's that's quite a feat to take you off the air. That's exactly, you silenced me for about uh, 30 seconds. And that isn't and I, easy. <laughs> that is not easy. That is exactly right, and I remember Charlie, the producer, running and finally saw the button, he hit it, and uh, why anybody would put a button next to where one of the guests were sitting that knocked the whole thing off the air is uh, is beyond me. But Eric, I know that you have to uh, leave. You're going to be joining uh, Lyris for lunch. I think you're going to, what, a Republican uh, fundraiser lunch today, if I'm not mistaken, with Lyris? Yeah, we were talking earlier about, about you know, your political leanings, and they, they lean quite right, but then we talk about Donald Trump, who makes you look like a flame. I love Donald Trump. I, you know what I love about Donald Trump? And, and I said this when I was filling in for the Schnitt show, on the Schnitt Show earlier this week. What I love is finally we have a person that doesn't apologize for everything. So if somebody, you say something, he says, no, I stand behind it. I meant what I said, and I'm not going to apologize. And the 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 lamestream media is terrified of him, just like they were terrified of Ronald Reagan. Because remember, they said Ronald Reagan, very extreme, will get us into a war in a matter of uh, hours. They said the same things they were saying about Ronald Reagan. They uh, they're saying now about Donald Trump. But I like the fact that he's got nads of steel. He's resolute, and he doesn't back down. These wimpy politicians, they sway like a, a like a. a a palm tree in a gale force wind. It makes you look like a flaming liberal because he is, he's really right. But before I leave, I do want to give you some uh, accolades that you're well de- deserving. It is highly unusual to keep any cigar going for 
20 years, any promotion going for 20 years, certainly every any radio program like you've done on cigars. You've done a great service to the cigar industry. You've made it fun. You've made it exciting. You've made it acceptable. And you've been successful because you've always been able to keep your program fresh and entertaining. And that is not easy to do. You've kind of reinvented yourself along the way. This is your 20th anniversary. Right. It's our 120th anniversary. The reason we're still here, the reason you're still here, is because you found a way to reinvent yourself. You've embraced change. You've taken technology. You've stayed ahead of the curve. And that's why you succeeded when no one else has. We take our head off to you and we'd like to have a uh, snappy salute to, to Cigar Dave. Congratulations. 20 years down. We look forward to being right here or maybe at your new stage, your new Humidor 1AA in 20 years from now. Congratulations. Eric, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. And of course, I value uh, your friendship, Bobby's, the entire Newman family. And uh, we couldn't have done it without you. So I greatly appreciate it. And it's always, I, I always enjoy going on a field trip to the factory, visiting you, seeing Chandelier, your great VP of marketing, seeing Rich Dolak, giving him a hard time. Somebody has to. And uh, just going around the factory. And, and so it's, it's, you're the last remaining factory in the Cigar City of Tampa. And, uh, I congratulate you on 120 years, and I appreciate all your loyalty and support over 20 years now. Hard to believe. And we appreciate all your efforts to help us fight FDA. The enemies of pleasure. Regulation just a year ago came out with the deeming regulation. We're all a bunch of like chickens uh, running around with our head cut off. Here we are a year later. We're still kind of doing that. Uh, perhaps there'll be a final rule at the end of the summer. But you've always stood up for us. We feel like we're David going against Goliath, the government, the regulators, and we appreciate you sticking up for us. And God willing, we'll be here next year and the year after, certainly 20 years from now. Absolutely. When we started this show, there were no enemies of pleasure. We could smoke our cigars anywhere. We didn't have the FDA. We didn't have all this excessive taxation. And I know both of you spend a disproportionate amount of time not on developing new cigars, not on visiting your retailers, not on running your business, but on fighting the government, and the bureaucrats. And you would think that we're all the enemies, yet companies such as J.C. Newman and other cigar companies and other businesses are what make this country the biggest economic power in the history of the world. And we need a a president, we need a government, we need bureaucrats that understand that businesses are not the enemies, they are the, the friends of the United States. They're what propels this great nation. So, We'll keep fighting the fight, Eric, and uh, please send my regards to uh, Lyris and to Drew as well, and we look forward to seeing you in New Orleans next week. Long ashes. Back at you. See you. Bobby, you can stick around for a while. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm just looking over. We've got a call from uh, Rocky Patel, so without any further delay. I'm looking over at our call screen, and I see one of my very good friends has joined us. Rocky Patel of Rocky Patel Premium Cigars joins us from Naples. Rocky, great to have you on our 20th anniversary edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Cigar Dave, congratulations. It's been an unbelievable journey, and I can't thank you enough for what you've done to educate all the consumers out there, all the lieutenants, fight for the cigar industry and bring tremendous knowledge to promote this beautiful craft form that we call cigars. Rocky, I have to say that we've known each other for a long time. I remember when you first started. Initially, it was Indian Tobacco, and I remember you came up to Tampa, and we did some events at Edwards, and you've really grown into a very large, major premium cigar company. And not only do I enjoy coming down to visit you at Rocky Patel World Headquarters, but I tell everyone, it's it's not like going to visit a business associate. It's like visiting family between you and your brother Nish and cousin Nimish and Dave Bullock and uh, Chris and everybody down there, Julie. It's uh, it's like going uh, spending an afternoon with family. It really is. 
Well, thank you. It's absolutely a family. Uh, you know, I, I call it more like Club Med, uh, but uh, uh, it's a great time. We enjoy you coming up, and I can't believe 20 years has gone by for both of us. Uh, I remember smoking a cigar with you when we first met at Edwards, and uh, it's been an unbelievable journey. A lot of hard work for everyone involved. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a tremendous business. Um, you know, it's always a problem fighting the government. It takes all the fun out of it. But, uh, you know, keep up the great work. It's been uh, awesome. And uh, what you've done for this uh, industry is tremendous. Rocky, I appreciate it. And, of course, on Saturday, August 15th, at the Buffalo Launch Club, where we are sold out. It is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and we're debuting three new Rocky Patel cigars, the new Rocky Patel 20th Anniversary, the new Rocky Patel Sun Grown Maduro, and Tabaquero by Hamlet. And I know that you're going to be in Los Angeles for a wedding, but uh, Cousin Nimish Desai is going to be there. We've got Hamlet, who's got a great story from Cuba, is going to be there, and uh, Nish may be there as well. But we'll miss you, Rocky, but I know we'll have a great time, and we'll be sure to to call you from Buffalo. Thanks, Dave. Congratulations again, and uh, it's been a great 20-year journey. And uh, enjoy the rest of the show. I look forward to uh, Buffalo. It's going to be a, a fun, fun a weekend. Thanks, Rocky. I appreciate you joining us. That is Rocky Patel of Rocky Patel Premium. All right, and uh, lieutenants, uh, I've got Bobby Newman uh, uh, back here in Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha. And Bobby, I'm just looking. You get you handed me a Julius Caesar. This is your six by sixty. And when you think about it, back when twenty years ago, it was primarily Cuesta Ray, and I think you had Rigoletto at the time. And um, I'm trying to think. Uh, you had. Uh, um, La Unica, right? And there's one other that I'm forgetting along the way. Um, there was one other. It was uh, Alcatraz, I think you had at the time. Uh, Alcazar. Alcazar. Let's get that mic up. There you go. Alcazar. And now when you think about it, here we are 20 years later. Perla Del Mar, cigar that didn't exist. Brick House, which is a huge, huge seller. And, of course, Diamond Crown, Diamond Crown Maximus, and Julius Caesar. Absolutely. And I know that's not you uh, scratching yourself, by the way. That's Jeannie, your dog, and I've got Sultan, my German shepherd, here, too. Right. And what a great thing. We're, yeah, we're smoking cigars. We're with our families. We're, we had some of that wonderful Forrester. Old Forrester. Which, yeah, birthday uh, bourbon. Which, uh, Dawson, do you want me to get another? Give me some more. Yeah, he was enjoying that. I'll tell you. Take the whole bottle. <laughs> our son's now 21, so we can do that. You know, in the, in the cigar industry, like the wine industry, People are manufacturers, distillers are looking for an, for an excuse to come out with line extension, brand extensions. And uh, in 2010, Grandpa JC would have been 135 years old. And we came out with the Diamond Crown Julius Caesar. This was Drew's creation, Eric's son, Drew Newman. And we took a picture of Grandpa JC, what he looked like in May of 1895. And we put it on a cigar band we, to honor his his, listen, our founding and his birthday. We put it, uh, these cigars are made by Arturo Fuente. It is our highest rated cigar ever, got a 96 rating. It is an Ecuadorian Havana seed. It's a dark wrapper, beautiful, very smooth. Uh, and it's interesting because of the internet, because of Cigar Dave, the cigar, I was in Dubai in September and we had a launch party and uh, Dubai, everyone loves, 90% of the business there is Cuban. These the people we had about thirty five people and uh, in the second largest the hotel was like hundred and ten stories up, we were about right on the fiftieth story and uh, people were coming up to me we were able to to 
engage with each person, tell the story about about J.C. Newman, Arturo Fuente, and uh, they loved it. And now uh, Dubai is our largest exporting countries country for uh, Julius Caesar, which is just amazing. And, and people loved it so much that I understand they gave you gifts of goats as well as an oil well. So that, congratulations. That, that is I was correct. wondering why when I came to the J.C. New Year office, normally you had Jeannie, your dog there, there were three goats grazing in his office. <laughs> and, now and, I know where they came from. And they're all housebroken, too. <laughs> and they make great girlfriends uh, back in the Middle East. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I got married. You're, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. But uh, anyway, this is a, it's a sun, it's had such a fun industry. As you know, Cigar Day, we started Paws for Patriots under Southeast right. Guide Dogs. And we supply guide dogs, service dogs, facility dogs, uh, emotional support dogs to the entire United States military for free. But I, I, every time I see someone in uniform, I always thank them for the service. And every time I see you, I thank you for your service to the cigar industry. You've done so much, Dave, to move the needle. And, my God, here we are on your 20th anniversary, and we need Dave Zeppowitz. We need Cigar Dave to tell the story. We've been fighting so hard the last four years uh, on this FDA battle. Uh, Eric and I are up there um, uh, in Washington often, and it's coming to a head now. Uh, we have done nothing wrong. 120th anniversary, we invited the FDA into our factory in March. They came. And uh, 12 people. They had nine toxologists. We didn't even know what a toxologist was. And three chemists. And uh, they, in fact, half of them made cigars in our factory in Tampa. And uh, this, that was our – we went to visit them last March, March of 2014. This past March of 2015, they came down. They took many, many notes. We don't know what they said but uh, or what the notes say. But we've been making cigars in, in Tampa like we did in Cleveland in 1895. And uh, – um, we are we are frightened personally. We have 131 American citizens in our factory. We make between in Tampa. We make between 55 and 60 thousand cigars a day. And uh, um, I had a nightmare this morning. Uh, Doctor Kessler, who was a former head of the FDA, sure. I had a meeting. It must have been my last my last dream before I woke up. I told my wife. I even wrote it down. And uh, I told my wife this morning, Meredith, who's here, that uh, I was telling about the story. Just what I just said about we've been making cigars. We have done nothing wrong, nothing illegal. Right. Uh, we give 131 people jobs. They pay. Um, they pay uh, taxes. People enjoy the product, and, and, and it's an adult that enjoys the product. It, it is, and uh, it is uh, obviously we're all very concerned uh, about about the FDA. Well, and, and Bobby, here's what I say: is that when you look at cigar connoisseurs, whether they're smoking mass market cigars or premium cigars, they're happy people. They aren't miserable people. These are people that are happy, that like to be around other people. And I think one of the things that drives these enemies of pleasure and these bureaucrats crazy is their life is so miserable that the only pleasure they derive is to make others miserable. And we are happy people. We don't bother anybody. In fact, we do more for the children in this country because of the state children's health insurance program that we pay as in every time we buy a cigar with an excise tax, which can go as much as 53% of the cost of a cigar. I don't recall ever getting a thank you note from uh, the children's across this country, children across this country, and we should because we are doing this. So on one hand... They demonize the cigar industry, even though it doesn't cater to kids. It's smoked by adults in moderation, yet they come to us 
to fund a very important children's health program in this nation. So I find the hypocrisy uh, a little bit overwhelming. But not only, Bobby, are we fighting for cigar connoisseurs and those who enjoy libations, but we are also fighting for the de-wussification of the American man. This is a call that we received back from April 16th, 2006, about a wussified beta male. Long action. Back. I got you loud and clear, Mike. How are you? Hey, listen, um, I haven't smoked a cigar in three years. And I haven't done that at my wife's request, but now I'm... Whoa, 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 stop. Whoa, whoa, Mike, stop, stop, hold it. Time out. Hold on. You stopped smoking cigars at your wife's request. Why didn't you... Go ahead. Let me me, me hear the explanation. Well, and now I'm going through the big D, and I don't mean Dallas. So... I've decided that um, I'm going to, to live my life for me as opposed to her, and um, as they say, get a set again. And um, I was wondering if you had some suggestions for me, maybe. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. We are not yeah. done with this conversation, Mike. Before I even get <laughs> the suggestions, whoa, 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 backtrack here. Number one, she emasculated you. Yes. Why, why did you allow that to happen? Well, you know, it's... Um... No, I don't know, because I've got... Titanium, you know what's? Yes, no, no, no. I I understand. You know, it's all about um, kids and trying to keep it together and everything. Oh, well, wait a minute, though. Hold on a second. Yeah. Uh-huh. How did she present to you that she didn't want you smoking cigars? Well, it was uh, it was. Gee, they stink, boy. You, it's awful. I'm not coming around you when you do that. That 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 that. So you know, so so I sold out. You sold out. Why did you yeah. sell out? Uh, you want to talk about this on national radio? Absolutely. Why did you sell out? Um, you know, because uh, she had something that I wanted, and and and, um, and that's pretty much how I got it. What what what, what did she have that you wanted? To keep it clean. Uh, well, that's why that's why I asked you if you wanted to well, put it on the on the national radio. So, uh, so are you saying that she withheld sex from you unless oh, uh, you gave yeah. your cigars? Well, well, you know. It, wasn't stated, but if I ever smoked a cigar, it was uh, she wouldn't even come around me for two days. You know. So. Well, let me put it this way: as the great Zeno Davidoff says, it said, "If your life doesn't wife doesn't like the aroma of your cigars, change right. wives." And here's well, the other thing: I, that, that's that, what I'm doing. Well, that's good. Finally, it yeah. took you long enough three years. Yeah, yes, it did. But it should never have gotten to that point in the first place. The second oh. point being is any woman that withholds sex. Because she doesn't get something or doesn't like what you do, you get rid of her that second. Call her a cab for a one-way ticket, not only out of the country, but out of the planet. A wussified beta male, lieutenants. We, I fight it all the time. My job here is to re-masculate the American male, and we certainly do that. And we also fight the enemies of pleasure along the way. And some of the parodies that we have come up with include what we called fast food mayhem, which would, what it would be like when these food police, these enemies of pleasure, want to put a warning label on everything that you enjoy. Somewhere at a fast food restaurant in the not-too-distant future. Hi, welcome to McBurger. Can I take your order? I'm going to get a, let me get a um, McBurger. Uh, and, uh, put, can I have extra pickles? Okay, sir. The McBurger with everything on it has 590 calories and 34 grams of fat. All right. And there's lots of sodium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd like a large, uh, can make that a king-size fry, please? Okay, now a king-size fry has 610 calories and 29 grams of fat. Uh, isn't that awful? Okay, 
yeah, that's great. Okay, sir, and you do realize the Surgeon General warns that eating lots of fast food can make you fat, okay, and unhealthy. And you can have heart problems. Is that the official word? or? Well, there is a little longer version, but that's how I remember it. Oh, okay. And uh, also have a, uh, a, give me a large soda with that. And, um... Oh, large soda. There's a hundred grams of sugar in a large soda, sir. Well, let me have the diet then. I'll just, just a diet soda. Okay, let me remind you. A diet soda does contain artificial sweeteners, which have been proven in laboratory animals. Okay, forget the diet soda. How about a water? Okay, water. We do not use filtered water, sir, so your water may contain certain contaminants that are in compliance with the city's drinking water. You know... Will there be anything else? No. Okay, then. Just have your signature right here. Signature for what? Well, it's a disclaimer, sir, so that you don't eat the food and become unhealthy and try to sue us. I'm not signing that. Well, you don't sign, you don't eat. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. I'm going to go get some tofu. Well, may I remind you that some tofu does contain some soy byproducts, which have been known... To cause several... I don't believe this. Then I'll eat a TV dinner. Well, we recommend that you look at the ingredients on the TV dinner, sir. The great Mike Kaminsky. Get all the voices in that fast food mayhem. And here's a parody, we, a song we created called Pleasure Cop, Pleasure Cop. Coming after you. Everything that's fun they want to take from you. You stay out late on a one-night date. You make her breakfast, have her home by eight. Pleasure cops say do things in moderation. So what's wrong with just one night of fornication? Pleasure cop, pleasure cop, we're coming after you. I may be degenerate, but I pay tax too. Pleasure cop, pleasure cop, we're coming after you. Everything that's fun they wanna take from you. They don't like my cigars or the way I live my life. Pleasure cop acts like a moral bonny fight. They wanna take my music, wanna take my booze. Pretty soon they wanna take my hair. Pleasure cop, pleasure cop, we're taking my cigars. I can't smoke them in a plane, I can't smoke them in a bar. Pleasure cop, pleasure cop, pay morality ghoul. You're not happy till we're all acting like a bad boon. Pleasure cop, pleasure cop, we're coming up for you. Everything that's fun they wanna take from you. Pleasure cop, pleasure cop, a prohibitionist. I hope you get offended when I say smoke Great parody called Pleasure Cop, Pleasure Cop. And it just shows you the absurdity. And that goes back probably, oh, that's got to be about 15 years ago that we created that. Now, as you know, we are big fans of the greatest general of them all, General George S. Patton. And right uh, right around uh, uh, after 9-11, we engaged in battle in the Middle East Theater of Operations. And General George S. Patton made a special appearance here on the Cigar Dave Show. Eddie's Cigar Lieutenant. I want you to remember that no bastard ever defeated terrorism by giving up his pleasures. He won it by making the other poor dumb bastard give up his hateful way of life or die. The very word terrorist doesn't conjure up image of a brave soldier, but of a coward who wages war with an invisible army. He knows he must do this because stealth and surprise are friends to the terrorist. But we will not be terrorized. We will continue to indulge in our fine cognac and our cigars. We will do this because we're Americans. 
Now, this business about some Americans wanting to put on their tie-dyed peace and love T-shirts is a bunch of crap. By God, they think we ought to try and understand them better. Get warm and fuzzy, sip coffee and hold hands. We are not interested in holding on to anything but the Taliban. We're going to hold on to him by the beard and we're going to kick him in the ass. We're going to kick the hell out of him all the time and we're going to wipe terrorism from the face of the earth. Now, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. God damn it, this isn't Ozzy and Harriet. This is a war. In war, many victories are achieved because of a well-thought-out plan of death, disease, and destruction upon the enemy. These are the ways of war. Well, every single American is a soldier in this war. Innocent casualties are inevitable in any war. And in so many wars throughout history, innocent casualties played a vital role in military strategies. But even as on Christmas 1940, when Nazi bombs were falling on London, the British people knew they were being terrorized. They knew the price of their freedom. A small country no bigger than the size of Wisconsin defeated the Nazi war machine that had taken over half of Europe. They forgot that in a democracy, it is not the government that wages war, it is the people. The British people knew they had no time to mourn. They could do that later. They had no time to worry. They had work to do. And the great Winston Churchill went on smoking his cigars. Remember what I said all those many years ago at the end of WW2 about push-button bombs, guided missiles? We are in that great age of technology. This will minimize casualties with our attacks. But because they do not have traditional weapons of war, and they definitely do not have our technologically advanced weaponry, the only way for a coward to strike back is by ways of terrorism. Now, people are talking about waiting for the other shoe to drop. Well, I can promise you it will not be a shoe that's dropped. That's all. The great General George S. Patton has made numerous appearances on this show, and uh, Bobby Newman rejoins us on our special 20th anniversary after-show podcast. Bobby, two men that were just named, the great George S. Patton, big cigar connoisseur, and Winston Churchill always had a cigar in hand, and a number of years ago, not that long ago, three, four years ago, there was a big Winston Churchill exhibit in one of the museums. And do you remember that picture where he's got the cigar in his mouth and he's got his two fingers up for V for victory? They, Brian, let's get make sure we get that microphone open here. There we go. They photoshopped the cigar out of his mouth of that picture. And that shows you just how absolutely absurd the extremes that these enemies of pleasure are going, and they're altering history, and that is not right. It's a very dangerous thing to do, because we, if you don't learn from history, you're, 
we will all repeat its mistakes. It's exactly right. Now, just a couple of things. I, I wanted to play a couple other parodies that we have here. Uh, I just received an email from Lieutenant Mike, who I believe used to live in Bradenton, Florida. Now he's in Jackson, Mississippi, sending us our greetings. He actually created a, uh, a song called You Can Count on Dave, which was a Hawaii Five O parody. So we'll play that. And then I've just pulled up the revised version that we created. He had, I, I liked his enthusiasm. We'll play it for you. And then you can take a listen to how we kind of jazzed it up. Oops, actually, tell you what, let's bring that one down. I hit the wrong one. So that was ours. Let's bring that down one second, Brian. It's a podcast, so we can do whatever we want. So we'll kill that one. All right, this is Lieutenant Mike's version. I actually jumped the gun. My fault. Here we go. So this is Lieutenant Mike's version. You can count on Dave. We hit the same one. Hold on a second. Let me, Brian, let me, let me. Okay, you got it? Okay. Here we go. This is Lieutenant Mike. We'll get it right on the third or fourth time. <laughs> if you're an enemy of pleasure, you better be brave. Because you're up against the general. They call him Cigar Dave. He will give you plenty of hell. Then he'll light up a Rocky Patel, and he'll be there on your judgment All right, so that was Lieutenant Mike. So that's the song that he came up. We loved it. We thought it was great. And we took it over to our great production creative services crew, Mike Flounder Daly and Eric Chase. And this is what they came up with. So Lieutenant Mike gave us the idea, and we just put our secret Cigar Dave sauce, our five-star sauce on that. And uh, as as uh, I said earlier, we have just so many people that uh, that helped us and do help us along the way. I'm the one that sits here in front of the microphone. You primarily hear me. However, we have such a huge 
crew of great producers, uh, just great creative services people that I have mentioned that I thanked earlier. And one person I did forgot to thank also, and I, I, I apologize for that, Sommelier Dave Cavanis, who's our resident sommelier. He does all of our tastings. He's a great friend. Does uh, just we, we always have a great time with him. We do about five, six shows with him every year, and they are always fantastic shows. So I'm going to tweet out uh, the, the, the actual the, the sheet that I, I hand-wrote of all the people along the way, and there's just probably another 50 more that I probably could write down as well. A couple other things before we uh, wrap it up here. I'm just looking at a couple of other potential parodies here that I want to get to. Uh, okay, one thing that I do want to do is, uh, where is this? Okay, we did something called uh, CCRN Propaganda Films, kind of like an NF Films-style parody, if you will, and we ran this about 10 years ago. And now, CCRN Newsreel Archives presents Our General. As the hailstorms of political correctness surge forth, one man stands strong on the battlefield where the carcasses of verbally slain opponents lay strewn across the barren wasteland that was once their claim to victory. On these wings of victory ride, emotions of another year of simple pleasure. The man is a soldier, leading his fellow revelers into a new century and holding strong to the ideals and principles that help make America the great country that it is today and will be forever. He's the general, Cigar Dave, fighting for something so seemingly inconsequential and legible, and yet so intricate and obtrusive in its complexities. He's fighting for the mere simple pleasure of enjoying a painstakingly hand-crafted cigar, the much-anticipated and sought-after result of a time-honored tradition passed down from father to son for centuries. And so now, with his battle fatigues on in preparedness of another year of work and sweat, guts and glory, to once again defend the honor of his legions of cigar lieutenants and the principles they stand for. For the generals stand strong, like a mighty oak in the gale force winds of political correctness, and invites the masses to smoke this. I am like a mighty oak standing in the gale winds, the the, the hurricane uh, Cat 5 level winds of the uh, levels of, of enemies of pleasure and political correctness. We continue to fight it. And Bobby Newman, I want to bring you back on again. You know, what's amazing is we talked about this when we first started the show. Nobody bothered us. And yet we kept our heads down. And then it came a point where all of a sudden we became a target and we had no choice. And one thing I will remember, the Baltimore Sun did a feature, front page multi-day uh, feature article on cigars. And they wanted to try to uh, connect your dad, Stanford Newman, and Edgar Coleman Sr. and Frank Yaneza as these, you know, evil titans, like they were members of this sinister cigar mafia. And it was, to I remember reading that, and it was, I was so irate, it was totally fabricated nonsense because there were some movies in Hollywood that actually uh, had people smoking cigars. And they wanted to try to tie it that these cigar manufacturers were paying for placement. And that was not true. It was simply... Actors and producers that love cigars, they wanted to put them in their films for, for nothing more than creative uh, creative effect. I remember that like yesterday. I couldn't believe it. Of course, you know, Maryland is one of the most liberal states like, like Vermont in the United States. And uh, it was nauseating to us uh, and an insult 
to these these great men in the industry. And uh, um, it goes back to the pleasure police. They they will not stop. And uh, the I'll tell you a quick story, uh, Cigar Day. Uh, back, uh, Eric and I are on, on the board of the Cigar Association of America. I'm on the board of the Cigar Rights of America. I'm on the advisory board of the IPCPR. I remember at a Cigar Association meeting uh, probably 10, 12 years ago, and they had a, a bright young attorney from uh, Washington, D.C. had told us that the Pleasure Police, they had won the, the war against cigarettes, and their next move would be onto pharmaceuticals. And Eric and I are thinking, and why? What do you mean? What happened? And the um, these the pleasure police were were able to get billions of dollars out of the cigarette companies, the master settlement program, where every state got millions of dollars. And uh, what happened? Lo and behold, was the these these pleasure police attorneys started suing all the pharmaceuticals, and it's constantly right. you see it on TV even today. Absolutely. You know, Bobby, I always say this, that uh, when you take a look at whether it's cigars or whether it is spirits or whether it's your food or now it's your cupcakes, you give the enemies of pleasure an inch, you let them in the door an inch, they will break that door down and they will overtake your house. And that's true. And, And I said, even for people that don't smoke cigars, it will affect you, whether it's your soda whether it's your your lunch at, at, at school, whether it is a steak on the grill, they will come after you. They don't care. And I always get a kick out of people that say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm for more taxes on cigars. Then they ask those same people, well, what about if they were to put an excise tax of 50% on your soda? Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, no, no, that's not right. That's not fair. So I tell people, be very careful, because if you think they're going to be done with cigars and done with spirit and food, think again. They're coming after your coffee. They're going to come after your dessert, guaranteed. Look what Bloomberg did. Mayor Bloomberg did. He, he eliminated trans fats in which they're dangerous in the city of New York, New York city of New York City. Oh, which Salt. most manufacturers were already getting rid of it anyway. Exactly. You buy, you buy. Yeah, I read labels all the time, and you see trans. They always mention trans fat. There's nothing. But right. look at Bloomberg. What he did. He's tried to eliminate salt, table salt. Right. And. The ultimate insult, every woman in America should be the just insulted. He, I don't know if you remember this, Meredith, you remember this, that he said that you have to, he's telling the women in New York in the public hospitals that you can no longer use formula. You have to right. breast, breastfeed. Right. Each, and that's, I mean. It's, it's absurd. It, it's, he's mayor. He was not elected to be, you know, the, 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 uh, the granny in chief. He really was not. And this is the problem. We have government officials that believe now that they are so far smarter than citizens. And I remember Mitch McConnell, Senator Mitch McConnell, came to the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory. Uh, We had all the cigar manufacturers there. And he said something interesting. He said, the people in the White House and these bureaucrats truly believe that they are far smarter than you and that you are too dumb to make your own decisions. And he said, the Obama administration believes... Businesses are successful for only one of two reasons. They're screwing their employees or they're screwing their customers. And nothing could be further than the truth. I mean, we all have uh, Apple uh, iPhones here. We like the product. It's a great product. Apple didn't come in and and, and Tim Cook didn't come to me and say, you got to buy my product. I bought it of my own volition. They make a good product. And of course... You know, they try to go after them as well. Here's a couple of things. Let's play a couple of things before we wrap it up. And we can go on for hours and hours. But we had some parody songs that we've done, as you know, that are pretty good. But we had a couple 
that I nixed. I used my five-star rank and said that is never going to air. But since this is a special podcast, I figured we'd play a couple of them that kind of went to the cutting room floor, never made it on the air. Here's an excerpt of one of them. From the great Wayne Newton, Don Shane. And when you hear it, you'll know why I never played it. Don General Donkashane. Sounds like Disney characters were singing Thank this. I heard this, I go, we're not going to hear this. The cigars you bring Weekend show Two hours a week Is the place we meet For a treat Whiskey neat No swisher That sweet. is painful to listen Don to. Cashane. So we'll bring that down, Brian. And here's another one. I lit it my way. Whoops, did that hit, uh, Brian? Hit that one. Bring that up one more time. No, that's actually not the one. We'll bring that one down. What's the other one? There's another one that we didn't... Uh, just kill that one, Brian. Oh, yeah, no, actually, that... that yeah. No, we'll kill that one. Kill that one. That's not the one that I wanted. There's another one. Oh, here it is. Spoonful of filler. Here we go. Bring the, bring the pot up on that one, Brian. Oh, the other one's still playing? How's that? Try that. There we go. Actually, I think we did air this, like, once. It wasn't that bad, but it was kind of goofy. Just a big fat corona helps the medicine go down by listening to Cigar Day. Now, if the medicine you like is some cognac that is nice, a mild smoke can complement it. Now you know why it only aired, I think, once. Very beta, so we'll bring that one down, too. But we'll leave you with two of them, and then we will wrap it up. Both of these, I think, are actually pretty good. First of all, Stogie number 5. So, Brian, let's uh, bring that one up. Here we go. Stogie number five, and one of the other ones we did that our producer, Private Brian, wants us to play, La Vida Smoka, we'll hit that one. Sticks and the proper light. He's 
got a big selection A harem girl for every night He's spreading cigar gospel from Daytona to Des Moines The general of an army of Chappette and water join And he makes a little coin Come on! He smokes premium brands He's living la vida smoker And I think, as you can tell, lieutenants, from every single parody song that we've done, it's always emphasizing fun, pleasure, enjoying the good life. And that's what we've done for 20 years, and we hope to do it into the foreseeable future. And I want to thank Bobby Newman. Bobby, thanks so much for coming in. Eric had to leave. But I want to thank Dawson and Meredith as well. They uh, came along with Jeannie. Jeannie, the vicious attack Labrador retriever. She's a lab? Yes, she is. From Southeastern Guide Dogs. Yes, the, the attack Labrador Retriever. And yes. uh, actually, she almost attacked Sultan because Sultan is a ladies' man, and, you know, he was kind of checking her out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Dave, it's great to be. It's a, it's a pleasure, an honor. Thank you for uh, allowing my brother Eric and I and my son Dawson and my wife, my first wife, uh, Meredith. I thought one. that was the third. You told me it was the third. No, it's the only you one told, I could afford. I know you told me you said it was her, your first, but we know the truth. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. That's what happens when you get married as a 40-year-old bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, great fun, Cigar Dave. It really is, Bobby. And, uh, you know, as I said, I thank you and Eric. It's always a pleasure. And, you know, I, I really consider myself lucky to live in the Cigar City because so many people say, man, you are lucky. I mean, you've got all the cigar manufacturers. And really, I think the reason we were able, one of the reasons we were able to do this show is because we're in the epicenter of where it all happens. And, and between J.C. Newman and Villazon, and of course, Edwards, one of the great uh, cigar stores of all time, and Thompson Cigar, Bob Franzblau, and Fred Hoyland at Tobacco Depot, and just so many people uh, that are that reside here. We're really, this is really where it happens. No, we're in the Cigar City of Of course, in the Fuente family. And the Fuentes, I could write. How can I forget just, the Fuentes? Just, and that's exactly right. So the list goes on and on. So I thank you so much, lieutenants. I thank all of you for joining us on our regular show today. And it really is hard to believe, but as I sat here going through these parodies and some of these bits reflecting on 20 years, it really is amazing to me. I can vividly remember everything, how it's gone so quickly. We've posted some great pictures at CigarDave.com. We will have more that we'll post this week, some more audio bites over the next couple of weeks. And I thank you all for joining us. And as I said, thank you for 20 great years. We couldn't do it without our great loyal listeners and lieutenants. So Cigar Dave, the general, appreciate you joining us on this special 20th anniversary bonus after show podcast. As always, enjoy the good life and never apologize for being a proud alpha male. Thanks for 20 great years. It really is an honor and a privilege to come to you from Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha each and every week.